You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters Massard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey now, what's happening, people? What's happening? This is A to the N to the G, and thank you so much for coming to the show. I'm super excited with what I get to share with you today because I get this question all of the time and specifically on a daily basis of what can hurt my credit score and what can help my credit score. Well, let me tell you, and we're going to make this short and to the point and give you all the tips that you need. But first, I just want to make a shameless plug and make sure that you subscribe, hit that subscribe button, tell all your friends and family about your credit today, share this information on social media, or contact us at 818-530-0200 and ask one of our reps about our services and what we might be able to do to be of service to you. So enough of that crazy corporate stuff. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of today's show. Again, we're talking about what can hurt my credit score and what can help to raise my credit score. Well, let's talk about the hurt and the pain first. Uh, there's, I'm going to bring up a couple of different things that can hurt your credit score. A paid or an unpaid collection going over a credit card limit, even just a dollar or 90% of what your high credit limit is, having too much credit, your length of credit history, meaning that you don't have a long credit history or you're, you're a new credit user, opening and closing credit cards. Aha, that's not a good one, but I'll tell you how to overcome that. Not having enough credit or no credit, And obviously, having a late payment within the last 24 months. So let's go over this. Having a paid or unpaid collection account. You know, this happens all the time where clients call me and they're super upset. They don't understand. Their credit report is perfect, but they've got this one $47 collection account from the utility company. And it's bringing down their FICO score 100 points. Friends, this is why it's so important that when you're moving from one destination to another, that you make sure that you pay your ending statement bill with all of your utility companies. Because I will guarantee you that if you don't do that and you don't call them and make sure to say, I want to pay my ending statement bill, the bill that all of the energy or the gas has been used up until the point when I move out of this place, I want to pay that bill, I will guarantee you that they will come back and you'll have a $47 collection account reporting to your credit history because they won't send you the bill to your new address. They are not interested in doing any type of skip tracing and finding out where you're at. They'll send it to your old address. If they don't get a hold of you, they'll send it to a collection agency. What's another type of utility bill that can come in? I always say that bites you in the boot. is cable bills. Oh, and people always say, you know what? I forgot to give back the equipment to the cable company. And now the cable company is coming after me for $800. Well, here's the thing that we have to know and understand. Technology changes so rapidly. So if you have equipment that you've been using for the last five, six years, and you never gave it back to the cable company, mm, chances are they may not take that equipment back because you didn't give it back to them at the closing of your account with them. And now they've sent you to a collection agency. So it can come and hurt you in the middle of a purchase or when you want to use your credit history the most. The other thing are medical bills that are unpaid. So any type of paid or unpaid collection account can hurt your FICO score. 
Now, this is why and why I said paid collections, why it's important that when you're dealing with collection agencies and you're negotiating to pay that bill, that you ask them to give you a deletion or to electronically delete that information from all three of your credit reports and make sure, what do I always tell my students? Get it in writing, get it in writing, get it in writing, because you want to have a letter from that collection agency that states that they're actually removing the collection. I get a lot of clients that say, oh, yeah, I got that letter. No problem. Oh, I said, send me a copy of it. They send me a copy of the letter. What does the letter say? It's been paid in full. It doesn't say anything about being deleted. So then what happens? They have a collection account on their credit report that shows that it's paid. Does that help your FICO score? Absolutely not. So it's important to get all of the details and make sure that when you're paying a collection, you make sure to get it deleted from your credit history. The other one I said was going over your credit card limit, even just a dollar. We talked in some of our past shows about debt to credit ratio and how important it is to your FICO score. And why is that? Debt to credit ratio is an underwriter's red flag to understand where you're at from a debt ratio perspective when they're trying to approve you for a credit card, a line of credit, and specifically for a home loan. So it's important to do what I've always said and plan ahead and make sure that your credit cards are under the 30% marker. You want to have 70% available and maybe a 30% balance, but going over the limit can plummet your FICO score, and we don't want that. Having too much credit. Now, why is that a problem? Well, the thing that we've talked about is that every single credit card and bank and financial institution has a different time in which they report what your updated and current balance is, and they update that information to the agencies only once a month and a different time for each particular credit card. So if you have 25 different credit cards and you're using all 25 of them and you're using them to the max or you're using them quite a bit and your credit to debt ratio is really high, it's going to be important to know and understand that if you have too many credit cards, it will be hard, number one, to manage. But number two, when you need your credit the most and you want to pay down those lines of credit, because each of those uh, those credit card companies report your balance at a different time, it could make things last longer. So instead of maybe taking a couple weeks, it might take 30, 45 days or even 60 days for those credit cards to update what the balances are. So I say to just make sure that you have enough credit for your utilization patterns and, you know, what you use credit for. Of course, grandma always said to have a credit card for emergencies. And yes, I think we should. But remember, you've got to at least use that card that you're going to keep for emergencies once or twice a year. So that particular credit card company does not cancel you. Length of credit history is also important and helps your FICO score become higher. The longer you have a relationship with a bank, the better the FICO score is reflected. Relationships are important to the FICO score. If you've had a 10-year, 20-year relationship with a bank, that looks really good to credit. Now, on the other hand, if you've only had credit for six months to a year, even up to three years, a lot of the times your FICO score will be lower 
because you haven't had credit for a long time. So that can affect one's credit history. However, it's not the biggest factor that hurts you. Opening and closing credit cards. This is one of the things that I tell people all the time. We have a lot of clients that call us because they are embarking on a compelling event. They are buying a home or they're funding a business and they're in the middle of a loan. And what's the worst thing that you can do in the middle of a loan is open a new credit card or close a credit card or get a new lease or buy a new car. Because what does that do? It unbalances your credit ratios or your debt to ratio. And then what happens is, is you have a new credit card on or a new line of credit on your credit report and it affects your credit history for up to 90 days. Okay. So if you're buying a house and you want to buy that refrigerator or that new washer or dryer or that new couch, make sure that you either pay cash for it or you get the credit after the loan closes. Super, super important because you have to know and understand every time you open or close a credit card, it is going to negatively affect your credit history for 60 to 90 days. And then things will even out. So it's not something to worry about. It's just something to know about. Not enough credit or no credit. Well, having no credit is just as having bad credit. So it's really important to build your credit. If you are coming back from a bankruptcy or you've had a bad divorce and you didn't want to use credit anymore. Unfortunately, we live in this U.S. system and you have to have credit in order to to get credit. They're also looking for it to turn on utilities, um, approve insurance plans. There's a lot of different things that the FICO score is used for or the analytics are used for. So having credit is really important. So it's important to build your credit history when you're having a bankruptcy and or if you're young and you're just starting out, you need to know and understand that you at least need to have two credit cards so that you're building your credit history. And it takes anywhere from, you know, let's say six months to as much as a year and a half to build a strong credit record. And the way to do that is make sure that you are revolving interest using that 80-20 rule that I told you about. When the bill comes in, you pay 80% of the bill, you leave 20% to revolve and pay interest the following month. That's the best way to use new credit and to build those utilization and algorithm rhythm patterns so that your credit is built faster and stronger. And obviously, late payment histories within the last 24 months. Any late payments on credit cards or auto loans or previous mortgages is a big no-no and will definitely affect your FICO score. So enough of that. Let's talk about what you can do to raise your credit score. Well, I just said it. You want to maintain a credit-to-debt ratio under 30%. Showing trends or patterns like this is really important to the analytics and the algorithm of FICO. Retaining at least two traditional revolving credit cards established for a minimum of at least 12 months and using that rule of thumb or that practice that I just talked about. Now, utilization factor is super important and hence why I'm talking about this. It's important to use all of your open credit cards at least once or twice a year, okay? And it can be a minimal purchase. It doesn't have to be something big. The credit history and system is looking at people that spend a little bit of money and people that spend a lot of money. And the thing you just have to know and understand is they're looking for the utilization, not how much you use. Now, the the differentiating factor here is if you only have $400 worth of credit cards and you want to go out and get a $40,000 car, 
most likely they're going to say, well, you don't have enough practice with $40,000 only having a $400 car, uh, credit card. So it's important to keep increasing your balances once you have your muscle of credit being built that you go and you go to a new credit card company or you ask your existing credit card company to increase your limit or your spending power. So it's important to know that utilization factor is something that can help to raise your credit score. Now, what am I talking about? I look at a lot of clients' credit history and their FICO score is suffering because they have three credit cards that they haven't used in over a year. I simply tell them, go out, spend lunch, get a full tank of gas, just use that credit card for a small purchase. And then the following month, you're going to see that your FICO score is going to increase because again, the FICO score is looking that you are not misusing and becoming a risk to those banks. Because what is the credit system really here to protect? It's really to protect the banks. They want to know and understand your patterns of spending and your credit behaviors. And this helps them to see that. Using that 80-20 rule a couple times a year so that you get the highest FICO yield. Why is that important? The banks are in the business to do one thing. And what's that? They're in the business to make money. So yes, when you go to a different retail store, does the bank make money off of the purchase from the retail company? Absolutely. But they don't care about them. They care about you, the user. So if all you do is use the credit card and pay it back in full and you never pay them interest, eh, you're not really of good use to them. So using that 80-20 rule and paying a little bit of interest on a yearly basis is going to keep your FICO score in a powerful position, specifically when you're trying to build your credit or come back from something. Now, this is not to say that you people out there that have had good credit for the last 20 years could not benefit from using this practice or this rule once a year if you want to see your FICO score in the 800s. And then the other thing and a way to raise your FICO score is to monitor your credit to ensure that there's no errors or delinquencies or collections or any threats to identity theft. Because again, we've talked about this identity theft is the number one crime in America. And the only way that you're going to know if something is being misused or tampered with on your credit report is if you monitor your credit report and you're getting the alerts that come along with it so that you can see who's looking at your credit history. You can see when balances increase or when a credit card is closed. Those are really super important things to know and understand. Now, what is the credit score pie chart kind of look at? And why is credit utilization so important? So 65% of your credit history or your credit score is looking at your payment history and your credit utilization rate. Okay, so 35% is looking at your payment history. What is your payment history? The history of your transactions, the history of how many times you use interest, you revolve a balance. The other bad thing to do when it comes to your credit cards is go and spend your credit card for a large purchase and then pay it off over time. That also unfortunately can make your credit score lower than what it should be because a lot of people, what they do is they they practice that, they go and use it for a large purchase and they pay it down over time and then they don't use that credit card again. So what did I say is important here? Credit utilization, okay? So that's, that's the biggest piece of the pie chart that you 
have to be concerned about. The other pieces are like 10% is your credit history as a whole. You know, how many lines of credit, how much credit history you have as a whole. Um, The other 10% is the new credit that we talked about. Um, They're really looking that under a microscope for a good six to 12 months. And hence why I said it's important to use that 80-20 rule. And the other thing, the 15% is looking at your types of credit. So credit wants you to see, or the, the algorithm, the mathematical system wants to see you have kind of a mix of different types of credit. They want to see auto loans, lines of credit, credit cards, different things like that. So you're getting 15% based off of your mix of credit. So those are the things that I wanted to bring up to you so that you know and understand what the do's and the don'ties are of your credit score and how to maintain a higher FICO score. If you have questions or you have concerns, you have our website, conquercredit.com. Feel free to fill out a submission or you can also email us at customerservice at conquercredit.com and ask your most important question. And please make sure to listen to our past shows for all of the information that we're talking about. And if you have suggestions on topics, please make sure to send us that email. And once again, share this information with your social media and your friends. And most importantly, if you have kids or grandkids, share this information with them. It's so important that we give the gift of financial literacy to our children and the younger generation. I'm thankful that you came to the show today and I'm out.